Hello everyone and welcome to an extra special summer solstice episode of the Sea Change Podcast. My name is Jenna Valente and this is your go-to show to meet the most interesting and inspiring people living, working, recreating, and in the case of today's episode, creating along the American shorelines. If you are newer here, welcome. It is so great to have you. Typically, my shows are released once a month on the second Friday of the month. However, on occasion, especially around the change of seasons, I like to switch up my show's format, including the type of content that I feature. So I'm very excited to be doing just that today. In addition to hosting this show and helping run the Healthy Ocean Coalition, I am also an artist with my main mediums being poetry, photography, and baking. So I love any opportunity to push myself creatively and consider different ways that I can use this platform to infuse some fresh energy into the show and the world by offering interesting perspectives, different voices, and uplifting others through sharing space on this platform. Most of my shows are about an hour long and are designed to make you feel like you are sitting in a coffee shop or at a dinner table, really wherever you are casually comfortable, because I want it to feel like you are with me and my guests and you're catching up with good friends who also happen to be ocean experts, ocean advocates, or artists that pull inspiration from the natural world. So it's all in the name of fun, appreciation for people that are doing great things, and a deep love of the ocean. So in the spirit of building community and uplifting each other, you are all about to meet some wonderful poets that are based right here in Maine. We are all connected through a group that I have so much love and appreciation for, which is the Portland Poets Society. And the Portland Poets Society brings together people in a space centered around a passion for poetry. All are welcome, whether you are brand new or have been writing forever, or maybe you like to share your work or just listen. It's an incredibly warm and inclusive space. If you are based in the Portland, Maine area, I highly recommend reaching out or attending one of their events. Um, I have had nothing but good times there and felt nothing but love. You all will meet the community's founders, Maria and Isabel, in just a moment. And Maria will share a bit more about the group with you all. And this episode came to be because I had a day where I was thinking about how much nature inspires, informs, and influences artists to create and how even though artists are pulling inspiration from this one source, the overarching umbrella and super broad term nature, what they go on to create from that inspiration varies greatly. And I find that really fascinating. The same thing goes for, you know, when I'm doing a photo shoot with this photographer and dear friend of mine, her name is Katie Donlin. The two of us often will be working with the same exact subject and our images will look completely different because we're different people and we interpret what we're seeing 
in totally varying in different ways. So I thought it'd be really interesting to put out a call to the Portland Poets Society for anyone interested in having their work featured to offer up some poems that elicit feelings of summer or spring departing, whatever that may mean, look, or sound like to them, so we get to play with that creative freedom a little bit. So for this episode, we are celebrating the summer solstice with a sea of poetry, thanks to my friends at Portland Poets Society, and I think now it is time to meet our poets. My name is Maria K. Crawford. I'm an artist, therapist, and community leader living in Portland, Maine. In the summer of 2020, I founded Portland Poets Society, and I've been so lucky to watch it grow into a vibrant collective of writers and friends. Isabel Carter and I run the community in order to provide opportunities for performance and collaboration in our city. We have monthly poetry readings at Lincoln's, Opry, and Ruby's. In the summer, you can also find us on the Eastern Prom, and we're always working on what's next. For ways to get involved or to learn more, Find us on Instagram at Portland Poets Society. And if you enjoy my work, you can find me at Maria Kylie Crawford on Instagram or MariaKCrawford.com. My first piece is untitled. I long to enter you, wear as little as possible and slip in. Get lost in your greens, whites, and blues. Let you sway me, hold me scare me just a little. I want to lay along your hard places and beg of the sun to stay upon us, the sweet tangerine glow turning us gold. Play with me, twirl me, and place me upon the shore to leave me longing until I enter you once more. Yellow. I am the type of woman who needs both quiet and loud, one who will sling yellow dresses over chairs in strangers' homes and admire how they look in foreign places, the type that finds masculine energy just as soft and beautiful as feminine energy and will surround myself with it like quilts worn in by the years. I am the type of woman to fall asleep so deeply yet awake at the sound of docks rocking in the darkness. I am a gentle woman and a powerful one, a beautiful woman and a harsh one, a young woman and an aged one. What a privilege it is to describe myself this way. Pomegranate. The sunrise will find you. It will be golden amber. It will taste of pomegranate settling on your skin. You will find gold glistening under the pale orange skylight. Beside you, the ocean changes blues. Like your skin, it sparkles. Starlings sing their morning tune. And then, sunrise has found you. Thank you for listening. My name is Isabel Carter, and the poem that I am reading is called This Summer. This poem was written in the summer of 2020, which is when I decided to write again. This summer, 
will forever be the season I chose hope over fear, giving my words the space they deserve, shooting poems to the moon like rockets, filling the atmosphere with the depths of me, honoring the pain and sorrow and resilience and beauty of this life. Believing, 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 my words are worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. Hi, my name is Gunnar Heckler. You can find my work on Instagram at a punk rock poet. This piece was the feeling I have of spring ending into summer and the feelings that that brings. A heat wave rolls in, followed by a thunderstorm, and my plans for a workout have been scattered like April pollen. Annoying and important. Brought by the lords of capitalism, the summer is hot, much like I'm grinding my body to be. Unrealistic and obnoxious. The days have brought exuberance back into the streets. The green on the trees still has that fresh glow not yet melted in a haze or crushed under the weight of humanity, lush and vibrant. Action. A cacophony abounds in every corner of the city. Camera memories blurred but caught with best intentions. Lights fade to dusk and another joyous day has completed happy and truthful this is a poem from my book i just released called how do you do poetry and short stories by c marlo feinberg and this poem is called chicken pouring rain reminds me of the crisp sound of chicken frying in canola oil the bird parts are dancing like elvis in the bubbles I cut out biscuits with the top of a glass. Mom glides across the kitchen with utensils from the past. Captain in the kitchen, I watch her steer. The entire room appears as a boat in a storm. When it is finished, grits and fried chicken are born. This is a poem about harvesting your summer garden. It's called Sweet Emma. I had a neighbor near the university a retired professor. He called me profusely to tend to his garden, then cooking him dinner with the fresh bounty. We put on vinyl, the crackling and scratching sounds. Sweet Emma from Louisiana, singing and playing the piano. I am barbecuing outside, making coleslaw from the fresh cabbage. The humidity and heat makes me feel like I was there. Hello there. Uh, my name is Benjamin Sapp. I'm a Portland poet, a visual and performing artist, and a queer wizard. And uh, here are some poems. The rain happens. The rain happens to fall down her shoulder blades on this evening, as bright as a beach day and as umbrellaless. We go along under leaf and under cloud, along this Streetly lit avenue with dusk enough to compete against the lamplight prismed in her enduring locks. Every truth there is to being so drenched to the bone.
I've lost my distance. In the purple-white of this overcast afternoon seascape, backlit in an iron blue, higher up than I can imagine, there is an unseen sun. Trying to make out this shore from the distance, over endless clouds which come and pull away the tide, and as many times as these sands may be counted, I could not begin to care. With a waterside urge to get naked, out from any array of cloth you slide, barefooted or socked into the light. Skin like an Egyptian temple, blues and golds and charcoal black, a red rose crosses the globe of you. The sun comes out and you close your eyes. For a spell beside me, I hear you snore and you know you dream. Mundane nightmares and riddlesome beasts. A thunderstorm fading into bird calls. Four cats whispering unspeakable filth. But who are you when you sleep, my love? That wakes to face the ancient day and clothe your luminous body once more. Hey everyone, I'm Albessa Smith, otherwise known as Bessa G. You can find me on Instagram at bessa.g.arts. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and read three poems. The first two are a little bit shorter, the last one's a little bit longer. Um, I usually write in correlation to nature because nature helps me understand myself, my emotions, life. It grounds me. Um, so I'm really excited to share some poetry with you. This first one I wrote just a couple of days ago. It's unedited and untitled, and I'm just gonna jump into it. I'm a sunset, but not the blue sky, sunny day kind. I'm the sunset that comes after the storms, where purples and pinks burst through the cracks in the clouds and pierce the sky, a poetic reminder that after every downpour comes beauty and light. Um, this next one is called In Bloom, and it's in my first poetry book called Daydreaming Insomniac. Despite winter's cold, bitter air, I am in full bloom. One look at me and one would assume that it is spring, and for me, it is. I used to be an uncertain seed, afraid of growth, afraid of sunlight, afraid of what living life would do to me, but now I am in full bloom. I am no different from a flower or a tree. My growth is like photosynthesis. Sunlight gives me energy, and the love inside of me is like the sugar found in chlorophyll and green leaves. I am rooted in self-love. I am in full bloom, and there is nothing like deep breaths of fresh spring air and growth any time of year. And uh, this last piece is the longer one. And this one's also on the newer side. I think I wrote it in January while I was at Fortune's Rocks Beach in Biddeford. Um, this one's called Dear Atlantic, and it's one of my personal favorites to perform for everyone. So I hope you enjoy it. 
Dear Atlantic, I think my tears are saltier than your waves today. It's 17 degrees outside and people think I'm crazy for being here, but I don't know where else to be. Sandy shoes and coastal rocks are the only things that feel familiar to me. I can't tell if the world is changing or if it's just me. Tell me, Atlantic, are all poets tortured souls? Are artists destined to be of heavy hearts and two minds? I'm afraid I have forgotten how to live, laugh, and love, great Atlantic. What is happiness if I can't taste the sky or let your tides swallow me whole and pull me under over and over? What is peace if I can't roll and crash the way your waves do? What is life if I can't cry and thunder like my favorite storms in July? Great Atlantic, I left my heart with you and I don't need it back anytime soon. It's safer with you than it is with me. I'm too reckless quick to fall and give it away to anyone who promises to stay, but they never do, do they? Maybe the problem is I always leave. It's second nature for me to grieve more than laugh these days. When did I grow up so fast? How did three decades slip past me? I was living in a daydream and now I have FOMO and I'm an insomniac like the city that never sleeps and all I wanna do is scream from the tallest buildings and peaks. That's why my tears are saltier than your waves today. I think all poets are tortured souls and artists are destined to be of heavy hearts and two minds. Teach me how to live, laugh, and love again, Mother Atlantic, so I can finally taste the sky. Love, Bessie. My name is Sarah Payton, and I am a poet in Portland, Maine. And this poem is called The Way Life Should Be. The weather has brought to us that cheer, as if everything is again worth celebrating, and a thorough unlacing has commenced. Nowhere but Maine is summer a spiritual practice, a holy time, consecrated by our motto, be vacationing or die. And so the puritanical tightness eases out of our shoulders, and we put down our work and rummage around in the basement for the cooler and head out to the fire pit with a beer, never mind you the hour. And we call a friend to stop by, and we decide now is our time to unwind. And so the strawberries taste sweeter than any other year before, and the smiles on the dogs and babies have turned our hearts to applesauce. And the simple life together eating and drinking in the day is enough to feel we've arrived and having finally pushed across our invisible ribbon, the finish line of the start of summer, we let out a deep sigh and wait in the garden in the cold, but not minding the clouds at all because we know in a minute we'll be too hot again. And the rain falls doing our work for us and the alliums the size of cantaloupes foreshadow the fireworks on the fourth. And we throw on our suits, never mind you the cellulite, and we sit in our lawn chairs, and we take our suffocated toes out of our shoes and place them on the ground again where they belong. And spring has engineered our freedom, our escape from the four walls of winter and the long, hard season of COVID. And now outside, we feel like wild beasts again ready to be out and stay out 
for as long as the lapping of the sun will lick our faces, we'll stay out there just as long as we can. And this sweet day where we finally spring from our domestic prisons is one of the best parts of living in Maine. And some days, say in February, you have to search hard to find one. But now we're rewarded our patience and reminded here toward the longest day in June in Maine, this is the way life should be. All right, everybody, I am back and I am here to close out the episode by sharing some of my own work. However, before I do, I would love for us all to collectively send some warmth and appreciation to all of the poets that contributed to today's episode. That was really beautiful. I certainly feel energized listening to your words and I'm really grateful for you sharing your art with us. All right, I have five poems prepared. I don't tend to be very long-winded with my poems, so they're mostly pretty short. The first one I'm gonna read I think is the longest. And the inspiration for this one was pulled from uh, my time when I lived back in the Boston area. I used to frequent a place called Walden Pond. I think probably a lot of you have heard of it, whether you live in the Boston area or not. Um, I used to visit there as part of my morning routine uh, quite often. And I wrote this during the summer of 2020. So we were all sort of adjusting to what the world looked like with COVID around, but sort of like dipping our toes back into enjoying ourselves outside and, and finding some solace and fresh air. It is called Discovering Walden Pond, not the same as Thoreau. Discovering Walden Pond, not the same as Thoreau. Hearing voices carrying over water, piercing my delicate bubble of solitude. Thinking it's not so different, this voice, from the way facts, science, logic, and reason carry over our collective minds. We sit sturdy and sure-footed on our bank of the pond, shouting our opinions into the void as if volume adds value and these opinions, they will travel far, reaching wide, like these here goslings learning to fly. And these voices, these opinions, are scorching and rising like the morning sun, bringing discomfort, but in time, we see that even objects so bright and blinding are fated to fall and fade away, short-lived and setting. So one of my favorite things about summer is watching the wind moving through long grass and blooming flowers. So that's what inspired this one titled The Atmospheric Philanderer. <laughs> Walking with the wind, the atmospheric philanderer, listening to its whispered sweet nothings and wondering what it could possibly say to seduce an entire field of wildflowers blushing 
as they sway. I feel like that one was a good setup for, <laughs> for this next one because summer is also a time for love. And guess what? I'm single, so I'll be my own wing woman. Whoever out there wants to take me out and make me write about love again, you know where to find me. And if you don't, <laughs> it's at Jenna Valente on Instagram. I wrote this one a while ago while thinking about a summer fling I had when I was in my 20s, back when I lived in Maryland. It's the golden summer all over again, reminding me of no sleep on the Chesapeake when we were better off singing for strangers and making wagers on finding our way without a map. Sweetness, I hear your song even now as I'm rambling around. You always had a way with words. All right, this one's called Quiet Observations of the Not-So-Quiet. Lady J, clad in the finest feathers of faded blue and weathered gray, singing to the sun, performing for me and for nobody and for anyone that will listen to your ballad, projecting from this tree and from my window, I observe silently praising, so not to startle. And I wonder, will there be an encore when I raise the curtain tomorrow? And this last one is untitled, written about an adventure I recently had in the deep Maine woods. And I found myself alone on a beach, staring at Mount Katahdin. It was really moving. Oh, what a fool I would be to think I'd be alone on an empty beach or in a quiet wood when the entire universe is contained within a single drop of water or pinch of earth. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in today. If you like what you heard and want to hear more of this show or others like it, you can find the American Shoreline Podcast Network wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribes, rates, and reviews are very much welcome and appreciated. If you are a user of social media, you can find us online. We are the American Shoreline Podcast Network on Facebook. We are at Coastal News 365 on Twitter and Instagram. I recently just started a Twitter account for the Sea Change podcast, so that is at the Sea Change Pod. I would appreciate any support you can offer there. Um, and if you would like to connect with me personally, you can find me at Jenna Valente on Instagram. I am also at Yana Benna on Twitter. So please find us online and let's chat about our beautiful coastlines. Happy summer, everyone.